Lord, forgive me for I sin over and over again and again. I said my eyes dilated, highly elevated, smoking on it loud, and I'm highly motivated to. Oh ho ho ho! It's the grandest stage of them all. Super Bowl weekend, boys. Ian from PCS Sports. Hi, you've reached Mixed Personalities. This is Kevin. How can I help you? Oh, sure. One moment. You've reached JR here. Okay, what's up? What's up, Mixed Maniacs? It's a special edition week. It's Super Bowl week. And let's go. All right, guys. Here it is. It's finally here. Our second last show. <laughs> of the football season. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Super it is Bowl Super week. Bowl 2022. Uh, mid February, almost in mid February for the first time, I think in forever, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, we'll have our uh, some Super Bowl things to talk about. Uh, let us start with the. Sorry, guys. I... Not prepared here. <laughs> I just deleted the window. Um, all right, let's go with. Uh, before we make our picks, we're gonna just talk about some things here and uh, have some fun. So we'll start with uh, who will be the MVP of the game, and we'll each choose one player from each uh, side. So Jay, you want to start no. us off here? Sure, you had sure, to sure, pick sure. a uh, MVP. Okay, so on each side, <laughs> MVP on let's start with Cincinnati. Uh, the MVP is going to Joey B, you know, his first Super Bowl appearance. Uh, if they win, he wins and he will be the Super Bowl MVP. On the other side, with the Rams, I have uh, staff, uh, not a huge fan of staff, but. It has to be staff, even though his, you know, wide receivers go off. Someone has to throw it to the wide receivers, and usually the QB gets recognition. So I'm going with staff there for MVP. All right, Kev. All right, I'm also going to start with Cincinnati. And, um, yeah, I'm also taking Joe Burrow. So, yeah, it, uh, they're the reason uh, he's the reason why Cincinnati is in uh, the Super Bowl. Um, the franchise gone through a, a lot, so yeah, if they win, uh, Joe Burrow should be MVP. And um, Jay has a nice pick with uh, Matthew Stafford, um, but I'm gonna go with uh, the Triple Crown winner from this year, uh, Cooper Cup. Um, I know Stafford's gonna be throwing him the ball, but um, yeah, I just feel as though he's had a great season all year, and um, he's gonna continue that in the Super Bowl. All right, and just like you guys, for Cincinnati, I have Burrow. Um, I don't see anyone else winning if Cincinnati wins. Um, it's it's got to be him, right? And, uh, yeah, same with me for um, the Rams. I just picked the quarterback as well. I was kind of juggling uh, with the receivers, too. I really want to put OBJ there, but, I, like, if OBJ gets a bunch of touchdowns, that means fucking Stafford is probably having a really good game. So uh, he would probably get the MVP over him. Uh, yeah, now, like, those are the, the favorites, pretty much. We got the two quarterbacks and Cup, of course. Uh, those are the three favorites uh, to win the MVP, I believe. 
Uh, but how about like some dark horse um, MVPs, Kev? Um, who would you choose? Uh, yeah, sticking with the Rams, um, I'm going to go OBJ. Um, yeah, uh, that's basically saying taking both wide receivers that Stafford's going to have a good game. But uh, yeah, I'm taking OBJ as my dark horse. Nice. How about for Cincy? Uh, for Cincy, um, you know what? I really had a toss-up uh, between a player on defense and another player on offense. And um, I went with Joe Mixon. Nice. Yeah. Um, for yeah, uh, for me, I chose a really dark horse here for um, Cincinnati. That's uh, Boyd, Tyler Boyd. So I like the veteran. Like the, the veteran. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he gets like two touchdowns and they win fourteen something. Um, and then I have uh, on the Rams side, uh, not the starter, but the uh, second guy, which is Sony Michelle. I took him Sony. for a little yeah dark horse there. How about you, Jay? Okay, so I'll start with I'll start with the Rams this time. Okay, I'm going really dark, and I'm going defense. And the reason why is because they probably have the better defense. They're stacked. They have a lot of veterancies, a lot of uh, former uh, defensive player of the year. The, I personally think I, I think uh, I'm going with the Aaron Donald as a really dark horse for defense there. Um, and then on Cincy's side, I'm going with my man, uh, T Higgins, T Higgins. Oh man. He, I, I can see basically, you know, Chase is going to be, uh, double team a lot. It's going to, they're going to put their best defender, uh, best corner on him, you know, all through the game. And I think it's going to get well, a lot of one-on-one coverage with, uh, with Higgins. And I think Higgins, uh, he's been, uh, solid, uh, throughout the year somewhat. So. Uh, yeah, I think T. Higgins is gonna uh, be a dark horse. He can actually uh, uh, get MVP. All right, good stuff, guys. Now let's go here. Um, if there was a big defensive play, uh, what do you guys predict would happen? I could start here. I'll go with. Uh, I'm gonna choose a since he's stopping the Rams on a fourth and goal. Yeah. How about you, Kev? Uh, I'm going with one of the players that they acquired. Uh, this time on defense, Vaughn Miller. D. All right, and Jay? And I'm going with Cincy, and I'm picking... Uh, I had a, It was a toss-up. I was going to either pick Logan Wilson, because he leads uh, the team uh, with interceptions, but uh, or I was going to go with... Uh, uh, Eli Apple, uh, but I'm going with mm. Wilson, and I'm going with an interception. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, they're gonna be down. Uh, sorry, uh, Rams are gonna be down, and they have one last chance to bring it downfield. Stafford has has the ball in his hands, and I think he's gonna throw that interception that you know that usually happens to end the game. And I think uh, Logan Wilson will take it. All right. Now we got some, uh, we got three real big names on uh, wide receiver. We have Cooper Cup, uh, as uh, Kevin mentioned earlier, uh, Triple Crown winner, uh, OBJ, and the rookie sensation Jamar Chase. Out of those three, uh, 
who do you think is going to have the the best game out of the three there? So, Kevin, uh, you'll go first here. So, I, I <laughs> you kind of said who, who would be your yeah. least people. So, we kind of know so, who you're yeah. going to pick here. But, yeah. Yep. Cooper Cup, um, yeah, I expect him to be the MVP of this game. And so, um, yeah, at some point during the game, he'll have a big play. So um, that's what I'm kind of tying both of those moments to. All right. And, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Cup uh, out of the three is going to have the um, best game. Jay? Um, I'm going to switch it up a bit, and I'm going to pick uh, my Dark Horse uh MVP. I'm going to take uh, T. Higgins. Actually, it's not one of the three. Okay. But however, right. yeah, I mm-hmm. totally think if they pull it off, I, I really can see Higgins having a massive game. And uh, yeah, Chase will have some catches, uh, maybe a 60, 70 yarder, uh, nice catch. But I think Higgins, if if since he actually wins the game, I think Higgins has to have a massive game, and I think. Higgins is going to have the biggest game out of all the receivers. All right. So same question uh, with the three or someone else. Yeah, I didn't clue, I didn't uh, say that in the beginning there. So those three or someone else. Um, but out of those three or someone else, who is going to have the highlight of the night? So not necessarily, necessarily the best game, um, but who's just going to have that wow play out of the three or somebody else. I'll start. And I think it's going to be Odell Beckham Jr., but not by a catch. I think he's going to throw a TD to Jefferson. Whoa. <laughs> big highlight of the night. That's a big, uh, that's a big prediction. That's a big there. stretch, but yeah. That <laughs> yeah that's a huge stretch. <laughs> that'd be sick. How about you, Kev? Who do you think is going to have like the big, big um, highlight of the night? TSN highlight of the night. Uh, this, this is where I'll take uh, Cincinnati's Jamar Chase. Yeah. Ooh. Jay. I actually agree with Kevin. I have uh, Jamar Chase as well. Uh, the TSN highlight of the night. I think it's going to be like a 60, maybe 70 yarder uh, deep throw and he'll have to stretch out and he's just going to hold on and it won't touch the ground. I see it. <laughs> okay. It'd be cool if he just like made a better catch than Odell from back in uh, 2014. I, I, think, <laughs> I think he might. The, uh, the biggest we'll stage of them all. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got next here? Okay, let's talk quarterbacks. The uh, two quarterbacks. What do you guys expect uh, from Burrow and Stafford, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to start with Stafford. Um, yeah, I'm kind of expecting to have a good game, but I'm going to say he's not going to be perfect. He's still going to have a blemish, and I'm going to say he throws an interception at least in this game. Um, As for Joe Burrow, I really left it as a question mark. He's still a young guy. I've seen the poise of him playing in the national championship game in college, so I'm kind of expecting some of that, but this is also the NFL, and it's the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of... Yeah, real question, Mark. Just I am expecting to seem to be a little uneasy at points early in the game, and then um, at some point kind of settle into the burrow that we've seen during the season and, like I said before, at the national championship game. So, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on the burrow. All right. So, yeah, for the uh, quarterbacks, Burrow and Stafford, uh, I am – just like you guys, I'm sure, and the rest of the world, I'm hoping for a 40 to 40 something final. And it's just they're playing their best football, both quarterbacks. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I agree with you, Kev. They're going to be like um, uneasy, Burrow especially. 
And I think he'll, yeah, he'll be more a little, I don't want to say sloppy, just I don't think he'll go the way I want it to for offense. Um, and really, whoever wins, as I said earlier, is going to get the MVP for the quarterback. So um, what I'm expecting is uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of three and outs. I hope not, though, guys, for our sake, our viewing. Uh, <laughs> maybe in the first half, and then they, they, they get comfortable and they start playing better in the second half. How about you, Jay? Okay, so I guess I'll start with staff. And, uh, yeah, I agreed with Kevin as well. Like, I had it written down here. Guaranteed uh, he'll have at least one interception. I'm not a huge fan of Stafford, obviously. I think he still has a lot to his game that he has to kind of clean up. But he's overall a decent quarterback, obviously. And that's why they, they went after him. Um, but I just don't see him... I just don't see him actually being perfect in the game. And especially on a big stage like this, um, it's proven before that um, he's not perfect in, in that kind of a setting, but uh, it is the Super Bowl setting. So maybe he, you know, elevates his game and, you know, he has a perfect game, but I am going to say, and going right out and saying that he is going to guarantee, it's going to be a guarantee that he Uh, it is his first Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah. You know, it's coming up the second year. Uh, but, you know, like, so obviously I think he's going to start slow. Uh, but then I think he's going to kind of get his feet wet and he's going to just kind of be comfortable and he's going to be throwing some darts to Boyd, to Higgins, and hopefully chase downfield. So uh, I think. Yeah, overall, he's going to, like, come out of his shell and he's going to actually uh, settle down and uh, throw some throw some great passes to these, uh, these uh, targets. So, yeah. Okay, and now before we make our picks, guys, for the win, um, we're going to do one of many top five lists today. And I did put this on our, uh, our uh, chat earlier to prepare, so I'm just going to throw it out here because I just thought of it now. I, I should have put it on our chat, but... Let's pick our top five Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl, like foods for food for Super Bowl. All right. Ooh, so that, okay. this, is not, this is this, like, this doesn't take out too much uh, preparation. So uh, yeah. we'll stick with you, Jay. If you want to just sure. get five on the top, off the top of your head. Okay. Number one, and you must have this for Super Bowl is wings, man. <laughs> we need those hot wings, hot wings, salt, pepper, honey, garlic, barbecue. Three mile, whatever. Fucking have wings. <laughs> That's number one. Everything else is a close second. Uh, I'll, I'll name four more. You have to have some chips, right? Chips mm. with dip. Uh, you also you kind of need some nachos up in there. And <laughs> uh, let me uh, let's say like finger food, like you know, like lumpia or <laughs> some kind of <laughs> yeah. like. Some kind of uh, finger uh, food, that type yeah. of thing, to go with the wings and all that. And number one, five, I'll just add in. Uh, fuck, uh, just trying to think of top chicken. We need chicken. Yeah, let's get some fried yeah. chicken up in here. I know you have the wings, but you need some fried chicken as well. Some Popeyes, KFC, uh, Mary Browns, yeah. whatever you, whatever you feel, and just yeah, and chow down. 
So those are my top five. All right. So yeah, same with you there. Wings for sure. Um, uh, I could either have chip and like chip and dip, so regular chips and whatever onion, French onion, whatever that dip is, or like nachos yeah. with cheese or nachos with like. Uh, if you guys know anyone who makes like a nice nacho dip with like you know oh, hell yeah. cheese on top of it and uh, ground beef on it, or else yeah, your nachos, um, the ones you get at restaurants, nachos grande, um, oh. and pizza, of course, pizza. Oh, I forgot pizza. And then yeah, uh, yeah just like what you were mentioning there, some uh, lumpia would be great if you're just sick of that other stuff. Uh, me and Kevin went to a, I don't know if we mentioned this on a podcast before a great cup party where it was, everyone oh, just yeah. brought bags of chips and uh, oh, yeah. there's like yeah. there's like 10 of us 10 12 of us and like coincidentally everyone brought uh, different bags it was pretty gross <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh with uh with the chips maybe just uh chip and dip and nachos some kind of nachos and um nacho dip or nachos grande salsa and sour cream whatever um yeah those are the five there how about you kev uh yeah this is a interesting one um yeah i'm gonna go wings uh yes i'm gonna also yes. throw in uh chili some people like that as Ooh, a yeah. one. Oh shoot yeah uh, yeah um, yes hell yeah let's go wendy's chili yeah, wendy's yeah, regular <laughs> chips and dip um oh, yeah. some super bowl parties they obviously like their crackers and cheese kind of platter with your right, right. and that kind of stuff and oh, whatnot right. and Ch- then uh, bowl. And then uh, a little uh, Caribbean flavor. Let's throw in some uh, mini beef patties as a little, a little finger oh, food as well. Yeah. yeah. So, let's, I'm getting let's hungry, guys. Let's get one of the boys to let's get one of the boys to host the Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah. Arn, oh, we're job. looking oh, at you. you. No. Wink, wink, Arn. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we can't. We we can't say why on there. But <laughs> yeah. all right. Uh, so yeah. All right, let's go pick, make our picks, guys. Um, Kevin, you want here to go is. first? What are your uh, predictions here? For the game? Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm uh, going to open my drink here. For the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, go ahead. I'm going to keep it simple. I think it's going to be the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, they, they've built this team to get to this point. Uh, they've pushed all in. Um, numerous players on this team. It's their first chance at a championship and maybe their only chance. Um, so, yeah, I feel as though the Rams are going to get it done. And for my score, I'm going to say uh, 28 to 19. Um, I'm just going to think that Burr um, will we'll get a touchdown in this game, but the rest of the drives will lead to just field goals by the rookie kicker, McPherson. And, um, yeah, just not enough offense in, in the end. So, yeah. Rams win 28 to 19. Nice score. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, the Rams built it out, built uh, pretty much a Super Bowl or bust year because of what they did um, throughout the few years. They have all they have all the stars. Um, I did pick them to go to the Super Bowl and I, I cannot see them losing. This is not going to make any sense. I cannot see them losing. However, I got to believe it when I see it because uh, they just look like they're going to they're just it's they're going to choke. I don't know why I have that bad feeling all the all last week. I was like Rams by two touchdowns Rams by 17. I just uh, I just was thinking blowout the whole time. But I'm all like, no, some some part of me, my gut feeling thinks they're just going to they're going to ruin it. They're happy to be at the Super Bowl. 
They did it, but I don't think they're going to win it. I have Cincinnati 20-17. to Shooter McPherson. Walk-off field goal. Tyler Boyd, MVP. Ouch! <laughs> yeah. Jay, you got? All right. Yeah, okay. So, the Rams, obviously, they have, uh, on paper, they have a really good team overall. You know, they have great defense. Their offense is uh, great behind their many weapons that Stafford can throw to. Uh, special teams, decent. Uh, Eckler, you got so many guys. But, yeah, uh, like Ian, I'm going to pick Cincinnati just because I think they're just going to come to the show and they kind of stack their team, but they're going to fall short. I think Cincinnati is actually going to win this game. And uh, I think Burrow's going to win his first uh, Super Bowl. And he's going to be the only person that wins the Heisman the national championship and the Super Bowl. He's going to be the first guy to do that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be Cincinnati. And the score I got is 23 Cincinnati, 17 uh, Rams. So it's going to be somewhat of like a, a defensive game, but uh, flashes of some offense. That's my All right. Opinion. So take us with, with your scenario there and the score. So there's like 30 seconds left, and it's fourth, and there, and uh, the Rams are in their own, uh, in their not their own, they're in the red zone. Stafford has the ball. What's the last play of the game? He just needs interception. To win. <laughs> <laughs> interception. I just said it already. <laughs> Logan Wilson will get an interception. All Drop right, Mike. It's over. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got another top five list here, and it's just the um, the players left in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So, Jay, if you want to give us your top five players of your choice, sure. This is uh, easy for me, and this is just my favorite, obviously, and that's what it's all about. So, number one, I have Joey B. Um, number two, I have uh, Chase Jamar Chase. Number three, I got T Higgins. Number four, I got Cooper Cup. He's just a beast. And at number five, I love this guy, the veteran uh, Boyd. All right. Uh, for me, I have at number five, I have Shooter McPherson because uh, <laughs> in the second round before he was going to take the kick, he's all like, it looks like we're going to the AFC title game. And I was like, wow, look at this guy, rookie. Just go, goes ahead and says that. Awesome. Uh, number four, I have Donald. Three, I have Ramsey. Two, I have Chase. And one, OBJ. Kev. All right. For mine, uh, no particular order, but uh, I got Jamar Chase. I got Aaron Donald. I got Joe Burrow, Cooper Cup, and OBJ. All right. And are you guys looking forward to that halftime show? Oh, yes, oh, I yeah. am. Yeah, <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we got another top five list that, Kevin, you could start us off here. And the category is those uh, those artists. Uh, and as hard as this was for probably for all three of us, you got to keep it to five songs out of all those artists. So what did oh, you come wow. up with, Kev? All right. Um, yeah, for the songs I went with, Gin and Juice, uh, Forgot About Dre, the next episode, All Right by Kendrick Lamar, and then Hi, My Name Is. All right. 
Okay, and then um, we have uh, our uh, PCS network brother, uh, Lloyd. Um, he did uh, send us some, some list as well. So uh, he is known for his music, of course, and this is his top five he put in order. At number five, he has uh, Explosive um, off the Dr. Dre album, 2001 Chronic, and that's Dr. Dre featuring Corrupt, Nate Dogg, Hitman, uh, 6-2. Uh, number four, he has High Power by Kendrick Lamar. Uh, number three, Murder Was the Case Remix, uh, Snoop. And then uh, number two, Ain't No Fun, uh, Snoop again, with featuring Corrupt and Nate Dogg. And then number one, he has Next Episode as well, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Corrupt, and Nate Dogg. Jay, your top five. Okay, my top five. Okay, so number one, you got to have Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, obviously. Fan favorites. Uh, number two is a toss up between next episode and uh, still DRE. Um, I'm going to go with uh, next episode. Number three, I got uh, Got Love for Mary J with Real Love. Uh, number four, we got to give some love to Kendrick Lamar and Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. And number five, uh, number yeah, number five, I have two as well, but it was either Kendrick Lamar, uh, All Right, or 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 Who Am I? I think I'm going with Who Am I. Just right. round it up. All right, uh, my number, my five, right here. I got uh, not any of their songs, but uh, Kendrick Lamar is featured on this song. It's ASAP Rocky's fucking problems. <laughs> Uh, number five and number four, I have D's Nuts, Dr. Dre. Um, number three, Deep Cover, Snoop and Dre. Uh, number two, G-Funk intro for the Snoop Dogg album. And number one, I went with uh, Kendrick Lamar, Money Trees. Whoa. And okay. All right. So, yeah, the reason why I had Lloyd's list here, we did uh, invite him on to talk uh, NBA trade uh, deadline. Um, or not just the deadline, just this whole last, this whole... Uh, past week where so much action happened and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Super Bowl and everything and I was happy to talk about it with uh, the three of us of course but man everything that happened today in the last few days I was all like <laughs> oh man we got to make some room for the NBA trades um, so let me uh, we won't go through all of them just the big ones here uh, oh yeah Lloyd, Lloyd actually had some last minute things to do so he couldn't make it and he but he did send some lists uh, but uh, let's uh, let's get right uh, to the big one, boys. Ben Simmons for James Harden. What do you guys think? What, what's uh, also Seth Curry is uh, part of that deal, so he's coming with Ben Simmons and Drummond. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but Seth Curry was uh, surprising, and then uh, James Harden comes along with uh, Millsap. So Kevin, if you want to give us your your thoughts on this trade, um, yeah. Um... I was hearing uh, just kind of late that uh, Matisse Tybal was part of it, and uh, I think that was a hang-up. So that was uh, yeah. interesting to see. Yeah. Well, hearing that information and then not seeing his name. But, um, yeah, it's um, Daryl Morey really waited, and he wanted his superstar, and he got it. Uh, he got the superstar that he wanted. Um, it's a player that he knows well from his Houston days, and he's got someone that's uh, paired with Embiid now. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see how far they go. But um, to me, it's more of um, the Nets being a little more broken, uh, I would say. Um, they have more uh, flaws now in their team, especially with uh, the Kyrie situation going on this year. So, um, yeah, I just found it to be interesting that um, Harden and uh, Durant didn't work and uh, it finished so quickly. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's good to see the Ben uh, Simmons saga finally over and hopefully he's improved on his game and he can provide uh, enough of uh, a punch to the, the Nets going forward. Um I would say that uh, that I still think that it's probably going to be the Nets that go further, but um, yeah, that's just my early thoughts on it. All right, Jay, what about your thoughts? Yeah, I kind of agree with that, that uh, uh, the Nets kind of go further, uh, definitely, but uh, that trade, wow. Uh, everyone's talking and before it went down that, you know, uh, you know, what they thought about it and all that. Um, so it was in the make, it was just not finalized, obviously. And when it, when it was finalized, I was like, wow. So there was like, uh, Simmons as well as some other pieces, uh, for, for Harden. Right. So I don't know, like I, I kind of like both sides kind of win in a way because the Sixers wanted to get rid of, um, uh, ben Simmons, because you know he's just he just didn't want to be there anymore. It was obvious, you know, he's in the sweatpants and at practice and saying that he has, uh, you know, he's not right. Well, he's having some uh, mental uh, setbacks, so he can't play and all that. Uh, so yeah, so you know, and as well as Harden, Harden, it's obvious now that like, he just came out recently that he wanted. To be traded, they wanted out of Brooklyn. Uh, Katie actually liked uh, the tweet from from uh, Harden. There, I just saw that. So, yeah, no, it, it, it kind of works out for both of them in a sense, and it makes sense. But both of them are going to be somewhat trouble, right? Uh, you know, like Harden can't stay on a team, and he can't, just I don't know if he can get along with anyone like. He was with CP3, and when he left CP3, they made it. They made it deep in the playoffs, right? So, is the is the problem with uh, the other guys, or is it with Harden? So, yeah. And we all know with Simmons, like you know, he obviously he's, he's got uh, a lot of uh, defensive stats that would come with his game, but uh, scoring is not huge. He can. Uh, he has reached 40 points in the game, but, you know, we all know his free throw shooting is not great and he's scared when the when it all matters to take it to the rim because he's not confident in his free throw shooting. So, yeah, I, I think both sides kind of like, you know, well, they kind of threw out their baggage kind of thing and uh, want a fresh change. So I, I think it's a good, good uh, trade. Overall, uh, I wish you. I still had Ben Simmons, just in, but I, I I let him go, and I saw that uh, Kevin picked him up there. I was waiting till he dropped him because he was having a ton of injuries, and I thought he'd actually uh, drop him just to create more space for other guys. But he did do that, so props to him for keeping him, and hope he does well for you. But uh, yeah, that's the only thing I read in fantasy. It's just 
holding on to him just a little bit longer. I didn't know. I didn't think he'd get traded, to be honest. So, yeah. All right. Now, when, when you guys uh, think as of right now and the trade goes through here, um, when come playoff time, is it going to make a difference for the final four? Or do you guys see it as none of these teams even make it that far? Um, it, for me, it, it obviously raises the ceiling for Philadelphia because they're playing all year without, with only one star. So, um, it does raise the ceiling for them, but, um, yeah, in terms of the Nets, I was, um, even though, like, I still expected them to, to go far and be like in the conference finals of the finals. So, um, it doesn't really change my expectations, even though it's a trade that happened, but yeah, it definitely raises the ceiling for Philly because, they had a player that wasn't going to show up all year and um, that was affecting them. And now they have two stars. Yeah. yeah. Two huge stars. Um, what do you like? If you were an opposing team, uh, what would you, who would you rather play here? If you're the bucks defending champs, uh, would you rather play um, a Kyrie Irving? Who's only going to, or the, the nets with Kyrie Irving only going to play uh, road games and then, you know that you can leave Ben Simmons open on uh, during a close game. You, can, you know you could just leave him open in the perimeter. Um, or would you want to face Philly with uh, Embiid and his injury troubles, James Harden and his bad playoff performance, and coached by Doc Rivers, who's dropped many 3-1 <laughs> leads? Which would you guys prefer if you were the Bucks? Uh, I would take facing the Sixers, I guess, because of the <laughs> doc history. And not only that, it's it's the history of uh, James Harden. He's been on teams that haven't gone that far either. Uh, same with Joel Embiid. And uh, just in this trade, they've, they lost uh, depth. And that's all that depth that went to uh, the Nets that had a lot of uh, veteran depth already. So, um, yeah, those are the reasons why I would say the Sixers be the team you'd want to face. Yeah, I would take the Sixers as well. How about you, Jay? If you're the Bucks, this is hard. Uh, I think I'd actually flip the script, and I would take, uh, I, I would take the the Nets. And my reasoning is, uh, yeah, like obviously Kyrie can't play home games, so you're you're basically knowing that you're not <laughs> half of the games you're not going to see Kyrie, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then also for the fact that. Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, we have, you know, Simmons is, you know, like he, he can't shoot. Like, <laughs> he just can't shoot. <laughs> he can't shoot anything. And, but, uh, and, and then on the flip side, I want to say that Sixers, like, you know, they, even though they did lose a little bit of depth with, uh, with Curry, but that's all they left. Like, Drummond wasn't really doing anything. And then, uh, yeah, but you still have a really good MV, like, MVP caliber uh, uh, Embiid, who is going to be playing the whole game, right, or the whole uh, series. So, um, yeah. So, and then, yeah, like, and we don't know if Katie's going to come back. He's going to come back, but will he be a hundred percent? Right, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's all you know, obscure and and whatnot. So it's got that caveat feel to it. So uh, I'm going with. Uh, I'll take my chances with the Nets. Okay, guys, and uh, uh, next trade, probably the, 
Okay. I'm undecided on which is the second big trade, but we'll go with this one first. Uh, the six-player trade, not on trade deadline a couple days before. Um, Sabonis heading to the Kings with his buddies, Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday, plus a second-round pick in 2027. Uh, and the Pacers get in return Tristan Thompson, who I, I didn't even know he was on the Kings, to be honest. Um, Buddy Heald, who was supposed to be a Laker um, earlier this summer. And uh, surprising here, Halliburton. Um, Halliburton was getting a lot of buzz like before trade deadline, like a good buzz. Um, and like the trade rumors were for Fox because it was like, well, it's been like five or six years, Fox. Good player. I like watching him. Nice league league pass player, but it's obviously it's not working with him being the point guard. And Halliburton's more, it looks like he's in more control. So it was surprising that they they did trade him. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the, this trade? Um, Sacramento, they do get Sabonis. He is still young. Uh, maybe they're looking at the Joker and saying maybe Sabonis can turn out to be like this and now they pair him with the Fox. But yeah, overall thoughts. Let's start with maybe the Sabonis side and the Kings, Kevin. Um, yeah, I I still found it a little bit strange. Like I understand the Indiana side. They had Turner and Sabonis and they needed to figure out uh who they were moving on. Um and they made that decision by moving Sabonis. Um I guess for Sacramento it's just it's a sort of an all-in push. They're they feel as though Sabonis is the right player to play around Fox, and they haven't made the playoffs in, what, 15 or 16 years. So uh, yeah. it's kind of uh, almost desperation. Get us a, get a star in here, and let's get into the playoffs uh, so they can change their fortunes a bit. Um, for Indiana, it's interesting because you get uh, Buddy Heald, another shooter. Um, I think he'll do well in the Rick Carlisle system. And... Yeah, um, just but yeah, overall, I kind of found it uh, a little strange for Sacramento, but um, yeah, I guess they're making a push for the playoffs. All right, yes, uh, I mean Sacramento's there; they're right there for the play-in at least. Uh, two games behind the Pelicans. Oh, the I haven't seen the standings in a while, like that low, anyways. Yeah, Pelicans are in. Uh, Jay, do you have any thoughts on those uh, two teams? Yeah, when I. When I saw the trade and saw it was finalized, I was like, what the heck are they doing? Like, seriously, like they, yeah. both teams, actually, they're kind of like dumping up their players and dump and getting new players. It's kind of like dumping their whole, uh, like most of their team. Out. And I, I didn't see the logic in it because, uh, yeah, like, you know, they get a couple of stars out and they get a couple of stars. It's like, you know, and Halliburton, I don't know what Sacramento was doing, like, Halliburton, like like Kevin was saying, uh, in my opinion, it should have been Fox, right? He's got the bigger contract, you know. Um, he's getting older, obviously. And Halliburton's the future. Like, you can see, like, you know, his talent is there. And he's he's starting to, like, you know, through his stats, he's having great games this uh, season. He's having the best season of... Uh, best uh, season uh, of his career, really. So, when you, th- when you put that into perspective, but... You're also getting Sabonis. And as you said, you know, Sabonis is, he's been, you know, he's already been uh, proven that he, he is a big-time big scorer. Uh, you know, he's kind of like, you know, they're thinking about maybe he'll be sort of like a Jokic, as uh, Ian was saying. But you know what? 
he's not that mm. right now. You know what mm. I mean? So, but honestly, I, I just thought it, it didn't make sense to me. I thought, you know, both sides aren't really trading to push for a playoff thing. Like, they're just, it just seemed like it was a weird trade and they just kind of dumped their players and they just did something with it. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? Because, you know, you'll see, uh, hopefully we'll see both sides, you know, benefiting from it. But uh, as of right now, I just don't see the point of it. And so we'll see. That's all I can say. Yeah, you guys uh, pretty much covered everything here. I forgot to ask this for the uh, first trade we talked about, uh, the Harden and Simmons and all the players are included. Um, Kevin, who do you think won that trade? Uh, in, uh, to be honest, I'm uh, <laughs> not sure. But uh, when it comes down to it, you just kind of go with which team got the best players. So Sixers. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Sixers won too. Um, I think maybe in the long run, who knows, maybe uh, Ben Simmons is locking himself in the gym and now he has a jump shot. But yeah, as of right now, yeah, Sixers and Harden won that one. Jay? Uh, hands down, Sixers. Sixers taking Harden. Harden is definitely MVP uh, status player, you know, you know, you see what he's saying. Obviously, you know, he's kind of getting out of shape and doesn't take care of his body. He's getting older. He's not like, you know, a LeBron or a Kobe who's in the gym and making sure that, uh, you know, he's in shape. Uh, but overall, Harden is probably the better guy. And, you know, like uh, the Sixers just wanted you know, him Simmons out of there because Simmons was not going to play for them anymore, right? So like this kind of thing. But they wanted a high caliber player, and they actually got one. So I was I was surprised. So the Sixers definitely won that. Yeah, and then uh, for the second one, um, I think uh, I'm going to go with Sacramento won it, and uh, even though it's like such a weird yeah. weird situation here, this weird trade. But I'll go with Sacramento just with Kevin's logic there, who got the best player. Um, even though Indiana looks interesting going forward, but I'll, I'll take uh, Sacramento. How about you, Jay? Yeah, I, I can't say who won. Just basically, it's a weird trade all in all. and It, it, it factors around the we'll see kind of thing and who, like, so that's basically I can say. is like, I, I we don't know who won right now because we haven't seen the future. But uh, if I had to pick right now, uh, I guess... Uh, yeah, Sacramento just inched them out, kind of thing. Getting some bonus, right? Yeah. 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 I would say Sacramento uh, getting some bonus, uh, the, the winners of the trade. All right. And this next one here, um, I'm pretty sure we'll all say CJ or uh, New Orleans Pelicans won this trade, but let's go through <laughs> it anyways. Uh, we got the Pelicans who are in 10th place that uh, I just found out in the play-in tournament as if it started today. But they got C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell, so all bu a bunch of young guys. Portland, same thing. They got a bunch of young guys too. Josh Hart, uh, Sadoransky, who I swear I seen him playing in Chicago earlier this year. But I, yes, was, I know he, he was, was on. Before. Oh, okay. Was. Just like last week? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, maybe late last year, but he was definitely okay. on Chicago. I know he was on Chicago yeah. like last season. He was season. on Chicago. Yeah. I remember. But I swear I saw him on the weekend <laughs> taking the three, but uh, I guess okay. I'm wrong. Um, 
uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, who actually Portland traded to Utah later uh, earlier today, um, and some guy named Didi, and some draft picks. So this one, um, a nice uh, trade here. Zion, I immediately Googled uh, Zion after, like, when's this guy coming back? <laughs> Come on. Um, there's still no news on when he's coming back or um, what's going on. But, I mean, you got him. You got now Valentunis, Zion, Ingram, uh, McCollum, and then I guess they're going to – they still have Graham. So that's, like, their starting five, which is pretty damn good. Uh, pretty damn, like – if everything clicks, that's a nice, that's a really nice team. Um, Portland, it's, who knows what they're doing there, but uh, I'll keep it on New Orleans here. I like, I really like it. I, I, I do kind of wish CJ went to the East. Like, I was hoping he would find himself on the 76ers. Um, or the Knicks, or, right? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I like him, you but don't I don't, so? I want him to be like on a, on a good team. <laughs> so, so, sorry oh. to say. Sorry to say. But uh, yeah, these are, uh, these are a decent team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what are your guys' thoughts here on this uh, McCollum deal and the Trailblazers? Uh, Jeez. I I just like yeah. It's, uh, Pelicans won the trade, but I kind of feel bad for CJ because yeah, um, <laughs> he's in another situation that isn't the greatest. The ceiling no. isn't that that high and. Um, yeah, at least before in Portland, he was surrounded by a superstar and he doesn't really have it. Like Ing- Ingram's yeah. a good player, but yeah, he's not yeah. a superstar player. So, uh, um, yeah, that, uh, seeing CJ in that situation is a little tough. Um, and yeah, in terms of the Pelicans, they're doing whatever they can to make Zion happy enough for when he is able to play. Um, mm-hmm. hopefully he does get on the court soon and it's a, a group that uh, can gel and play well together. Um, in terms of the Trailblazers, it's, um, I really thought they were going to do a lot more. Like seeing them do make this trade uh, made me think that they were just going to Google for a complete rebuild. But um, yeah, they didn't they didn't do that to finish off um, the trade deadline, and so it makes it very strange. Um, it makes me wonder who's actually calling the shots and making the deals because I know they had uh, some inner franchise turmoil. So. Yeah, just a uh, strange direction, a uh, strange kind of trade. Even the other uh, side trades that they made, uh, I still found to be not that great. So, uh, yeah, just worried um, that Dame's going to be stuck in Portland for a while. And, um, yeah, um, so it's unfortunate, um, that situation. But, yeah, uh, obviously it's uh, CJ's in a different city, and hopefully he can help out uh, the Pelicans and get them into the playoffs. All right, Jay, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's plain to see, and uh, it's obvious that um, Portland has uh, come out and said that, you know, um, Dame's the guy, they're going to rebuild around him kind of thing. Um, yeah, but uh, right now they only have Nurkic and him uh, as the big guys. Uh, so Dame, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> I don't know. Like He, he always says that he doesn't want to... Uh, you know, he doesn't want to go to uh, a team uh, and just stack the deck and you know, win a championship. He wants to grind it out kind of thing. So we'll see what happens there. But I, uh, right now, Portland just looks really bad. I don't think they're not going to make the playoffs kind of thing because they need a lot of pieces, uh, uh, definitely. But uh, now 
the Pelicans. The Pelicans definitely won this uh, this trade, and it's it's cool to see you know CJ with playing with Zion and Bi. But uh, there's also some issues around uh, the big guy with Zion. Like, will he be able to play like uh, a full season or you know a good chunk of the season? Like we haven't seen him this year pretty much uh uh so yeah like is he gonna be another gray golden you know like mm. he's just gonna be too injured that he can't play which would be so disappointing to see because he's such a great talent so he's, he's obviously a bigger guy so you know it's a lot more stress on his legs kind of thing but uh hope he plays and hope he plays soon because that would be i'd like to see that kind of uh dynamic between uh, those guys with Zion and uh, CJ and Bi, and then having role players on the side. So they, they, they having a, they have like a pretty good team if uh, on paper. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully next year, I, I think uh, they make the playoffs. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's more of next year for the Pelicans. I don't right. know if they'll uh, if they'll get in. It's pretty tight at the <laughs> bottom there. Um, what number are they, Ian? They're 10th, you They're said? right at 10, but uh, yeah. Portland's right behind them. But I, it seems like Portland's probably going to tank. Um, yeah. Sacramento's right there with that trade. It looks like they, they might break that streak. Uh, San Antonio's also right there as well. And, yeah, those those three are, like, outside looking in. Who knows? LeBron, might just shut, LeBron and AD might just shut it down, and one of these teams can get it. Uh, one more all-star that was traded, um, former all-star, my guy, KP, uh, getting traded. Uh, this was surprising to me um, because I don't, I, I don't know, I, I just don't know what the advantage is here because Dallas is pretty much, they're close to being a contender, who knows. Um, they're right there in the middle of the playoffs, 4-5 seed, 4-5-6 seed. And they got rid of uh, Porzingis uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie, who is said to be a uh, like locker room trouble. Um, I guess he's like he is a good player, another ball handler for Luca. Um, and then Bertans, who is uh, like a, a C version of uh, what Porzingis used to be. Um, Porzingis, I, I I still love him. I still love him. I hope he finds his way back one day. Um, in this one, I, I don't, I don't really know what my thoughts are for this guys, but, uh, I will say, I don't, I don't think Dallas got better. I, I think they were better off with Porzingis, um, instead of Dinwiddie and Bertons because, uh, they still have, they still have Brunson who is like their point guard. So I, I don't know what they're doing here. Guys, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, like, it even makes no more sense uh, as they have, you know, they have Brunson, they have they have Luca that can handle the rock. And also, you know, the rumors that's surrounding uh, the Spurs that they're just going to uh, wave uh, uh, Drogic. And then Drogic is actually, th- they're, yeah. they're really thinking about uh, picking up uh, uh Drogic because Drogic wants to play with his countrymen, right? So yeah. definitely you're going to have a crowded backcourt there. So I don't understand that situation with Dinwiddie, Brunson, and 
so like you know it, it just doesn't make sense to me but it, it makes more no, even more <laughs> even more uh uh you know baffling that they actually did this trade because yeah like obviously i think kp is the bigger name here even though he's mm. constantly getting injured uh yeah. as of late right uh, i still think he's he's the better the better player hands down here uh, i don't know uh uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it works out for both sides, but uh, definitely Dallas got the shorter end of the stick, and I don't know what they're doing really. Uh, for me, I, I think it's uh, it's a move where they, yeah, uh, yes, they they traded away the the bigger piece, but uh, they just looked at it as Zingas is always going to be injured at the key moments that yeah. they need, and. Uh, that's Some it. of it, I think, is a little bit of a fl- flexibility of his contract after that. Um, you get the depth of those players that are coming in. They feel as though they'll get enough production from them to uh, supplement all the stuff from uh, Porzingis. And then, um, yeah, um, without looking at the contracts, I think it would be some more flexibility from to do some other stuff in the offseason. And also, maybe it's uh, just appeasing uh, Luca because maybe he was frustrated with KP and had enough. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that was that was that was some of the rumors I, I remember earlier <coughs> in the season, but they kind of died down after, and then it looked like they were playing together well. So that's why it kind of was kind of shocking that uh, like I if they if they traded like Porzingis for like Levert or something that would that would make more sense. But yeah, uh, speaking of Levert here, um, yeah, Karis <coughs> Levert uh, reuniting with Jared Allen back from their Brooklyn Nets days. I don't think Cleveland would have made this trade if Rubio was healthy, uh, but because this guy always gets injured, um, yeah, they they pulled it off. Um, Levert is probably going to come come off the bench, I would think, uh, just to give them the, some uh, bench depth. Uh, the guy can score; we all know that. Um, and Cleveland, are they going to be are they going to be the uh, Bengals of the NBA, guys? What do you think? Probably. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with no, but. Uh, yeah, they don't have a Joey B. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of this this um, somewhat underrated uh, trade here? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, yeah, it's uh, the GM there. He he seems to target um, certain types of players, and so far he's been doing very well at it. So um, yeah, uh, he's put together a decent team, and we'll see how it goes. Jay? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you see, Cleveland just has. I think uh, they're they got this this style of players that you know it's just like these run and gun like scoring machines. Like they still have like they have like that Sexton. They have Darius Garland. They have like a, a Seti, Osman. You know now they have uh, uh, now they have uh, Levert, right? So there's no now. Yeah, they have Levert, so it's like, you know, they're they're they got one style of uh, player. It's just uh, kind of a run and gun type of thing, uh, and I think that's why they got rid of uh, Drummond on that team because he was definitely not a run and gun type of uh, guy. So uh, yeah, and Jared Allen, he's he's athletic, you know, and he's a great talent. So he he play and fit good with everyone. So yeah, uh, I think Cleveland has something there and maybe you know within a couple of years they'll gel more and 
have more chemistry and maybe be a contender one day. Would you would you guys be happy with a Nuggets Cavs final? Not really. The, the Nuggets the Nuggets side. That's Nuggets gross. Side, just, like, but, um, yeah, not really. All right. So uh, yeah, there's a lot more trades. We're not going to go through all of them. Like I said, uh, the Clippers had some nice, uh, like a nice movement there for the Clippers. Uh, but one last thing, we'll leave it up to. We'll. Um, We'll talk about uh, the the two finalists last year, Milwaukee and Phoenix. Milwaukee getting big here, getting Serge Ibaka. Um, and uh, the Suns here, they traded a few, like the guy they picked in the draft last year uh, from 2020, Jalen Smith. Looks like there could, be, there, there could be some promise there for uh, Torrey Craig, who I believe is still pretty young. A nice rotation piece here. Uh, but the question to ask you guys here is, are any of these guys going to make an impact on a possible um, like finals rematch? Are they going to make an impact in the playoffs, Tori Craig or Ibaka? Um, so. I'll, I'll say maybe Ibaka just because, like, I know he yeah. seems kind of washed. Um, but, yeah, um, Milwaukee's going to need him at some point, so maybe he's got a game or two left in him. So. Yeah, I agree. Out of the two there, probably Ibaka. I don't know. Tory Craig might play like five, two to five minutes here and there in the playoffs. But Ibaka, yeah, he could. He looks like he'll fit in. He just won a title a couple of years ago. Um, all right, yeah. Any other trades that stood out to you guys that you want to talk about? Well, there was just a lot of like little trades, like kind of thing. Yeah, like you said Tory Craig and. Uh, Schroeder, right? Schroeder was traded. That's right. Uh, Going to Houston, right? Yeah. Houston. But, uh, yeah, yeah. For for Daniel Tice, Daniel Tice coming back to Boston. Nice. Coming back to Boston. Yeah. Boston's yeah. Uh, yeah. Boston's pretty hot right now too. Yeah. My yeah. my yeah. underrated one, I guess, will be throwing in the Raptors one, uh, getting Thaddeus Young. Uh, Thaddeus Young. Traded, yeah. Yeah, trading away Dragic there to the Spurs. So, which is like. It was kind of surprising. Like coming into the year, I thought uh, Dragic was gonna play a, like a important role, right? Yeah, I, they, I, I think they wanted to, oh. they wanted him to, but some, I think something about it was just him and Nurse yeah. didn't really gel, and so they just shelled real quick before it did anything to the locker room or whatever. Just, yeah, and yeah, and they, it looked like he was happy. pretty happy on the bench, though. Like it looked like he's happy for all his teammates. I don't know if that, that's all for show. So it. It was I mean, show. it looked like he, he kept it professional, which is pretty good. But, mm-hmm. like, 2020 well, bubble, like, he was pretty fucking good. So, I, I, I expected that to be um, for the Raptors. But, yeah, good on the Raptors for um, getting young, uh, young and Ubanks. Uh, but young, young especially, just for some bench depth. Raptors. Uh, no. um, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Are they on an eight-game winning streak I, or something? Yeah, seven or eight right now. Yeah, yeah I know they played Houston tonight, so I, I'm I'm expecting they pushed it to eight games. Uh, but uh, I didn't actually check the final here. Any uh, other trades stick out to you? Uh, no, nothing else really. Well, I just want to mention that because you know Raptors uh, Canadian content, we got to talk about the Raptors. But uh, there was talks uh, early in the day that uh, they were going to trade Dragic for K- KCP. Us KCP for uh, uh, Chris Tapp, KP. Right? 
Yeah. I guess, no, that yeah, would yeah. yeah, that would have been beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then a lot of my like my buddies were like ecstatic. They're like, "Oh, that'd be awesome!" Uh, but then it fell through, and then they got um, that is they got Thad Young, but Thad Young's also he's gonna be decent on the team. Like he's mm-hmm. he's pretty uh, long and lanky, so he's he's got that same style of play that they're accustomed to. So I think he'll do okay on the team. And got some veterancy in him, right? So I think yeah. he'll be okay. Another underrated one here is Boston getting uh, former Spur Derek White. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The Boston is also kind of on a roll a streak right now as well. Um, so I'm glad they didn't break up that duo. Um, all right. Yet another top five, guys. Uh, let's do top five players that were traded. Um, I'll start here. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. But uh, my number five was uh, Levert. It was a tie. Levert and uh, Semi Ojale. So he went to the Clippers. Um, he's still, I think he's a second or third year player. I think second, right? So it's pretty good for the Clippers to get him. Uh, he can score. Uh, number four, I got Sabonis. Three, CJ. Um, Sorry, four is Ben Simmons, three CJ, and then two Sabonis, and then James Harden. That's my number one player being traded. Uh, Kev, yeah, go, go ahead. Um, yeah, my, my top five uh, players that were traded in the last uh, week or so, um, CJ McCollum, Sabonis, Harden, Simmons, and then I went with uh, Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald, nice. Jay? Okay, I did... Uh... So I had like uh, KP, Sabonis, McCollum, Simmons, and Harden. All right. And then uh, Lloyd uh, sent his as well. And it's uh, similar to all of ours. Of course, uh, James Harden, Ben Simmons, CJ McCollum, Sabonis, and Levert as his fifth. All right. Now we uh, go with the top five players that weren't traded, but... uh, that uh, you expected to be traded by your top five here. We'll start with Lloyd's. Um, his was Dame Lillard at one, Westbrook at two, Jeremy Grant at three, Miles Turner four, and John Wall five. Uh, Kev, go ahead. Um, for mine, I put uh, Dame Lillard just, uh, and I, I kind of mentioned it before, tied to when CJ McCollum was done. I uh, So that tightened up a little bit. Uh, Next, uh, I went with De'Aaron Fox because, uh, yeah, I was surprised about the Halliburton move. Uh, I was expecting it to be Fox. Um, the other one I've been hearing about, um, and it's kind of tied to the, the Kings doing a move, um, or the Pacers doing a move, sorry, Miles um, Turner. Um, yeah, uh, I know Sabonis was the guy that got done, but uh, Turner was also a guy that was uh, in the news uh, constantly, uh, those two big men tied together. Um, going back to the Portland stuff, I mentioned, I'll say, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, um, just expecting Portland to really blow it up. And then my last one at number five, uh, guy that's always in the trade rumor news and it didn't happen really this year, Kevin Love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, just to mix it up here, um, uh, at number five, I had Eric Gordon, like great. Great uh, veteran right. player, you know. You know he can. He's a good role player. Can get you threes when he wants. And he's got that mentality that uh, he wants to win. That competitive thing. Uh, but uh, number four, I got Tobias Harris. You know that guy. You know, he's <laughs> he's an awesome stat filler, and he does really well on uh, on, on teams. So I was just shocked that uh, 
the Sixers didn't uh, try to. He, they, I guess they tried to put it within the deal, but uh, it didn't work. So they kind of retracted it, kind of thing. Uh, number three, I got Portal. Portal, amazing player. People were saying that he's going to get traded. They're going to get someone else for him, and uh, I was hoping he's going to go back to the to the Raps actually. Um, number two, I have John Wall. He wants to play. He said that he just wants to ball, and they didn't give it to him. He just. He was saying on social media, like, you know, the gods have spoken, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And uh, number one, that's the most obvious, is Westbrook. Uh, I'm surprised he's still on the Lakers and they they started they uh, decided to roll with him. So, yeah, that's my top five. All right. And I have uh, number five. I have uh, Harrison Barnes. That guy's always in uh, trade rumors. I thought he was going to finally get traded back to a contender. Uh, but no, they're keeping them. Looks like they're keeping them for a while. Uh, same with Fox, uh, both Sacramento guys um, at four. And then three, I have Randall. I, th- I Honestly, it was, I thought it was done for Randall. I thought his time was done. He seems like he doesn't want to be in New York. Uh, two, I have Dame. And then one, yeah, Westbrook as well. Um, yeah, that, uh, that'll do it for our show, guys. Um, forgot about Super Bowl, that trade talk. Uh, we'll we'll be back next week to uh, review the Super Bowl good luck with all your bets guys and this is Ian, PCS Sports this is Kevin Mixed Personalities this is JR and make sure you call heads call heads each time (laughs) (laughs) Super Bowl coin thanks for listening over and over again Again. I said my eyes dilated, highly elevated Smoking on it loud and I'm highly motivated To a full hip hop, I do this for my city And if you talking shit, you wagging on shit you could, you could get the stepping though These are the days of our lives like I'm stepping on And to a full what I'm repping for So what the fuck you brought a Don't weapon for? Don't me over and over again And again Lord forgive me Over and over again And again